0: So welcome. I'm glad you're all here. There are people, of course, who have decided to, to take off early uh, for the entire uh, week. Talagang tinodo na nila yung kanilang uh, vacation, ano? But I'm glad you're here. Uh, we are continuing and actually culminating our series called "The Names of God." The names of God. And um, I've been asked, Pastor, why is why is it plural? Why names? Because God is so magnificent and great, one name is not enough to convey His greatness. You know, so so as we examine a, a review of this, so Yahweh is the covenant maker and covenant keeper, Jireh is a provider, Rapha is healer, Nisi is banner, Shalom is peace, Sidkenu is righteousness, and then Rohi is. Uh, shepherd. So Yahweh is the primary name, and the others are descriptive names. So for example, Albert and a descriptive name, for example, Lang, Pogi. I will accept that. I will gladly accept if you describe me that way. Thank you so much. So, you can do that, by the way. Let's try it. If you're not familiar with the name of the person near you, ask their name, and then think of a description for them. So, you can say, for example, my wife, Barbara, maganda. So, go ahead. Just ask someone near you. Maganda, pogi, uh, whatever, cute, mabait, generous. Sige na, go ahead and ask someone. Yeah, no. Pero kailangan yung totoo, yung totoong description. Okay? <laughs> so today, we will look at this particular name or title, Yahweh Shama, the Lord who is there. The name symbolizes God's abiding presence among His people. Notice every song we sang today talks about the presence of God. Wherever you are, God is there. So let us pray. Lord God, we present ourselves to you once more, asking that through your Holy Spirit, our hearts and minds will be fertile soil where the Word of God can be planted. It will grow. It will bear fruit. And it will be a blessing not just to us, but we can even be a blessing to others as well. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Alright. So, the prophet Ezekiel was a prophet of Israel during the time of the Babylonian exile. The Babylonians are the ancient ancestors of modern-day Iraq. Okay. So, Babylon attacked uh, Israel at the time. This is about 586 B.C. So... Uh, Ezekiel began his ministry before the fall of Jerusalem. So when, when the enemies are already starting to approach and starting to already make headway into the land, the prophet Ezekiel was already given by God a task to warn the people, to say, hey, judgment is coming, destruction is coming, but if you repent, who knows, God may relent because that's a principle from God's word, by the way. When we repent, God relents, meaning if we humble ourselves and pray and ask God's forgiveness, God may not push through with His judgment. For example, in the book of Jonah, that's a classic example. But of course, we know they did not repent. They continued in their sinful ways, and so they fell into enemy hands. Now, the prophets of the Old Testament, and Ezekiel is one of them, they have three particular roles. From telling, that is narrating the past, fourth, Telling, that is telling the present. And then foretelling, predicting the future. So from telling means the prophets explain to the people of God all the promises of God in the past, but because of their sinful, rebellious ways, this is what's about to happen. Foretelling, he is comforting the Israelites to remain faithful to God because God remains faithful to them even during their exile. And then foretelling... The prophet is telling them, hey, even though you are so wayward, rebellious, stubborn, God is promising restoration. Whatever you have lost, and by, this, by the time uh, Ezekiel is like maybe 5 or 10 years being a prophet, he prophesied so I think maybe 30 or 40 years. By the time of the, of, after a few years... Israel already lost their land. Their temple was burned. Their priests were exiled. There was no worship. Nothing was going on in the temple. Their way of life was destroyed. Even in the midst of that, God tells the prophet, tell my people, I will restore everything. It's amazing how if you belong to God, whatever you lose can be restored. Because God remains faithful. He has not abandoned his people. He will not abandon us. And so in this context, right at the end of the book of the oracles of the prophet Ezekiel, while still in exile, while still outside the land of Israel, while still in bondage to the Babylonians, in the midst of their horrible circumstances, when they were thinking, maybe God already abandoned us, God told the prophet, tell them, I am Yahweh Shammah, the Lord who is There. There where? There with you. In your circumstances. Transfer that now 2,000 years later. God, uh, sorry, even 4,000 years later, sorry. Because uh, this is even longer before Christ. Whatever your situation may be, God is there. In the worst possible situations of your life, God is there. So let me explain a few things now. So the omni-attributes of God. It's it's wonderful that Pastor Josie read uh, from that psalm. That psalm has all these three attributes of God. His omniscience, meaning He is all-knowing. His omnipotence, meaning He is all-powerful. And His omnipresence, meaning He is always present. So let me explain each one. All of us here are experts at something but are absolutely clueless about many other things. Would you agree? Right. So, no matter what your background or educational attainment, you know certain things well about some things, but you are clueless about other things. Uh, before God called me to the ministry, I was I was an accountant. I became a CPA. So, accounting, I kind of know, debit, credit, you know, all of that stuff, which I really hope I can just forget out of my brain because accounting is just, it gives you headaches, you know. Even one peso that you're looking for, you cannot close down the account because there's one peso. Gusto mo nga abonohan na lang, eh. Abonohan na lang yung peso. I cannot balance it, you know. Can I just add one peso here and there, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, But for example, I know how to drive but I don't know anything under the hood. Who here is like me? You have no clue what's going on in the car. I know how to drive but that's it. So if certain sounds come out, I have no idea what it's all about. But I have a friend. I'll call him. and I "I will say, Ray, uh, there's something wrong with my car. Pastor, what do you hear? I'll say, (laughs) <laughs> you know, that's what I'm hearing. Okay, so, so then he will uh, say, st- turn it off, start it again, and then he will tell me, ah, okay, it sounds like this. So when you go to the repair shop, tell them it's probably this. Because if you go there clueless, what's going to happen? If you go to a car repair shop clueless, what's going to happen? They will tell you all kinds of things that is wrong with your car even though that's not what's wrong. And then they'll tell you how much it might cost. Correct? Dago, oh, sir, mga 10,000 yan. If, if you give me the money, I'll be the one to go and buy. Sakyapo, bibiling ko yan. Balikan mo na lang bukas. So when I call my friend, ay, nako, sir. that's not what's wrong. Buti nga if you pay that much and then it's fixed. What if you pay that much and it's not fixed? Right? So so one time, true story po ito. Uh, hindi ko maandar yung manual na kotse, yung uh, Kia Pride at the time, you know. Uh I, umandar, I was, I was, uh, I, I traveled for almost two weeks. When I came back, patay na yung makina. So, I was uh, going to this talier, that's the person that said, ah, 10,000, ganyan, 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 So, I called my friend, sabi niya, hindi yan, pastor. Sounds like this, pero, can I recommend another talier? And look for this person. So, I did. So, dumating yung mekaniko. Tingnan niya, observe, observe. Tapos ito yung tanong niya. Sir, meron kayong Diario at Posporo. Now, if you have a car and it's not working, and somebody tells you, Diario at Posporo, what are they trying to say? <laughs> huh? Sunugi na lang yan. Wala na. It's, it's useless. Just burn it. So sabi ko, kaya naman, ano ba yan? Pwede pa yan? Hindi, sir. I'm serious. Jaryo at Posporo. So, I give him, so I'm really observing what he's gonna do. So, he removes this, what is called this distributor cap. I, I have no idea what it is. So, there's like five hoses na ganyan na nakaksaksak dun. Pina Nagsunog siya ng ganyan. Pinausokan niya ng ganyan. Tapos, kinabit niya ulit. Start. Wow, nag-start. It worked. Now, about a year later, I traveled again. Patay ulit yung kotse, no? Ito ang magaling na Albert. Han, Cosporo, <laughs> jaryo. <laughs> Nagmarunong. Buti na lang. My wife said, don't do that. You know, Please call the same mechanic and I did. Sabi niya, alam niyo sir, buti hindi niyo ginawa. Because there's a sequence. If you put it back in the wrong place, <laughs> it's gonna explode. So, I may be knowledgeable about certain things but there are other things that I am not knowledgeable about. Repairing please don't call me. If there's anything that is broken in your house or whatever, please don't call me. In fact, you are in better hands if you call my wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm honest, you know. Pastor Jeff can fix it. Me and Pastora Josie, don't call us. Okay, sorry, sorry, Pastor Josie. Nakita kasi kita eh. So, partner tayo dyan sa area nayan. okay? We're not allowed to touch those things, okay? But God is perfect in His knowledge of everything. There is nothing that he is not aware of. And he is all-powerful. There is no one that can thwart the purposes of God. And he is always present everywhere. But when it comes to the presence of God, there is a difference between omnipresence and manifest presence. Omnipresence, God is always present. Manifest presence, we sense his presence. And many times, let's be honest, we don't. God is still there, but we don't sense him. This was the experience of Jacob in Genesis chapter 28, where he says, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place, but I was not aware of it. Many times in in corporate worship, like a while ago, for example, you can say, wow, God is truly here. And yet there might be Sundays when you don't feel that way. In your own personal quiet time, after you pray, wow, thank you, Lord, I really felt your presence. And yet many other times, tapos ka nang mag-pray, tapos ka nang mag-read, nothing ever happened. So this is Jacob's, we're gonna look at this, Jacob's dream of a stairway to heaven. So long before this rock band wrote that song in the 70s, this was already in the book. I tell you, the Bible really is original, okay? Everybody else is just copying it, all right? So, sometimes God chooses to hide His presence from us, and we don't realize He was there. So, I had a professor in seminary. He, he explained it this way. He said, when when my son was about three years old, I would play hide and seek with him in the house, he said. And so, his son was the, the, the it, yung magahanap, diba? And the dad was hiding. And after five, seven, eight minutes, ten minutes maybe... The dad is saying, where's my son? He hasn't found me yet. And he's he signs, dad, dad, where are you? And he starts to cry. I mean, when a child cannot find you, he starts to cry. So what he does is when he hears the child near the cabinet where he's hiding, he comes out and says, oh! And the, and the child says, daddy, I found you. And in his mind, he's saying, actually, I showed myself. And many times, God is like that, you know? That unless he reveals himself to us, we don't even know that, He was here. So this is what happened to Jacob. Because many times our heart is not in the right place. And in Jacob's life in this particular occasion, in chapter 28 of Genesis, the previous chapter, what happened? Jacob, uh, with the connivance of his mother, deceived his dad Isaac to give him the blessing that was supposed to be for the older brother Esau. Right? So, he clothed himself with the attire para he smells like his kuya. He prepared a meal that is usually prepared by his kuya. So, when Isaac, the old man, Isaac, is about to lay his hands to bless his son, Esau, he was actually blessing Jacob. And he's saying, "Hmm, you sound like Jacob, but you smell like Esau. So, I am Esau, my dad. Please give me the blessing. So, he does. And so when Esau finds out, finds out about it, what happens? Esau says, I'm going to kill you. right? So Jacob runs away and in his running away, he ends up in this place in Genesis 28. So Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. By the way, turn to someone near you and tell them, first quarter pa tayo. Oh, so parang basket. Sabi, Pastor Albert, dati, first half, yung first quarter pa lang. Okay, so, kasi NBA is back. Okay, so, <laughs> Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to the heaven and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord. By the way, when you read in your English Bibles, the name of God, Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, that's the Hebrew Yahweh or sometimes translated Jehovah, the covenant name of God. There's another Lord, capital L with small O-R-D, that's Adonai, that's another title of God. So just as a distinction. He said, I am the Lord. Yahweh, the God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac. So later on, after Jacob, it will be known as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? So I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying on. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth. You will spread out to the west, to the east, to the north, to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring verse 15 I am with you and I will watch over you wherever you go and I will bring you back to this land I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you wow later on we're going to uh, we're going to uh, go into detail in that verse verse 16 when Jacob awoke from his sleep he thought surely the presence of the Lord is in this place but I was not aware of it he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place. There is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Have you ever had those moments in your own personal quiet time or maybe even in our congregational worship where you had that sense and it's like your, your hair is standing up. Yung parang God is here. You know. Many other times you're reading your Bible, you're praying and it's normal. There's nothing. You're finished, amen. Then you go your way. But then there are other times God is here. How how many of you have those moments, Or sometimes even in your life group, in your small group, most often than not, okay, finish, lesson done, goodbye, see you again next week. And then there are other times, hmm, I think we better stay. I think let's, let's hang on for a while because God is here. That's what Jacob experienced, no? So I it is this with Jacob with us many times. God has not left. He's still here. He has not moved. Many times we do not sense His presence. We even doubt His presence. Lord, where are you? I don't see you. I don't hear you. I don't sense you. But God is still here. He is Yahweh Shama, The Lord who is there with you in whatever situation you're in. But just like Jacob, we desire to know and sense God's presence. Amen? Wouldn't you want to feel it more? Lord, I want to sense that you're here because the thing I'm going through right now, I need to know you're here. You know, it's like with your friends or family. Tasabihin naman Leon, hey, give us a call. Uh, when you need someone, give us a call. And then you call. What happens? Wala. There's no reply. You no? Text, message. There's a modern word lingo for it. Ano yun? Ghosting. Di ba? That's the modern lingo. Di ba? Yung text ka text, call ka ng call, why are you? You're being ghosted daw. Yun ang, yun ang modern uh, lingo. Tayo mga bata, hindi na, mga bata katulad ko, hindi natin alam yung word na yan. Ghosting na yan. Uh, so, but with God, when you call, He answers. But sometimes you don't sense it not because there's a pre- problem on that side of the equation. The problem is on our side. Chuck Swindoll, famous pastor and author, said this, If you are not as close to God as you used to be, who moved? That's a good question, no? If you are not as close to God as you used to be, who moved? Certainly not God. You moved. I moved. Away. By our behavior By our lack of faith, by our lack of discipline, or many other things, we move away from God. Now, why is it important that God's manifest presence is real in our lives? Three things I want to share with you today. So turn again to someone and tell them, second quarter na. Okay, okay. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So we're moving along naman. We're moving along. Uh, First, God's manifest presence reminds us that He is faithful. To His promises. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Now, we read His Word. We have devotions. We read it. We close it. And then we're done. So it's there. We read it. But sometimes it's not so real. Let's be honest, no? You read it. And my God shall supply all of your needs. And yet it doesn't feel real. And, and especially when you have a need and you're, the deadline is coming. Lord, where is it? I read it. Where is it? So it's not real. And yet in these moments when God reveals himself to you, when the verse jumps out from the pages of the book, how many of you have ever experienced that? You're reading this book. On a normal day, it's like, shh. But on this day, boom, it hits you. And usually sometimes, even in, in my experience, for example, it's not a verse that you're familiar with. Kasi if you're already familiar with, even bago ka dumating sa verse na yun, you already know, parating ka na eh. Di ba? How many of you, you even know where it is in the left or right side? You know? Yung alam mo kung nasa ang banda, especially if you have a Bible that you've been using a long time, ang daming marks. Di ba, no? May circle, may... By the way, how many of you, you have different kinds of markings in your Bible? Ako kasi, simple lang ako. Yung guhit lang. Meron akong friend na may star my moon. <laughs> and, I mean, iba-ibang for whatever it is that she's trying or he's trying to say, pag start daw ganon, pag moon ganito, pag may ganyan-ganyan-ganyan, ibig sabihin, parang three times sinasabi ni Lord. So, three times na rin you know. So, because you've memorized quite a number of verses, sometimes you're familiar where it is. So, you read through it and you pass it. And then there are times when God arrests your attention for an obscure verse. Something you never even saw before. It's not that it wasn't there. It's always been there. Pero hindi mo napansin. But somehow, today, <gasps> huh? ano, ano? Ano? What did God say? You know? How many of you have ever had those times? Parang, how come I never read that before? Because your heart was not right before, or the situation was not ripe for God to give you that nugget. Amen? Sometimes God reserves some nuggets up there, gives it to you at the right moment. You know why? Because at the wrong moment, you will not even bother. Hindi mo mapapansin. But when you are really in that moment of desperation and you read it, I thank you, Lord. Ay, salamat, Lord. I I needed that exactly today. How many of you had those moments? You needed that. Right at that moment, that's when you read it. And sometimes, it's not even just directly from this book. I've had moments where, alam yung electronic billboard. sometimes, yung, sa may, sa may Ed ba bayon. I cannot remember. There was, there were, uh, there were years before, yung, I think they paid for that eh. Yung nagpa, nagpapalagay sila ng signboard dun sa, you know, parang, uh, uh, hey, I've been looking for you, God. Parang ganon. Yung mga ganon, you know, and that's exactly what I needed Oh, my Lord! Sorry, <laughs> yeah. and and I'm, I'm thankful to God that He is so patient and kind with us. Genesis twenty-eight: I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Isn't that a beautiful verse? Isn't that a beautiful statement? That God will not leave you until He has done what is promised. That means, my friends, if there are things in God's Word that you sense in your spirit is a personal word of God to you and it has not happened yet, it doesn't mean He's forgotten it. It only means He's holding on to that nugget at the right moment. Amen? Parang sa ganun. Parang ano yan eh, the Lord, give me a car. No. Give me a car. No. Give me a car. No. Binigyan ng car. Hindi pa pala mag-drive. So, <laughs> di ba? So, sometimes, uh, the blessing becomes a curse, No? because you were not ready, ready for it. Ayano, yeah, may mga kakilala ba kayong ganyan? The <laughs> Lord, give me the opportunity to travel. Wala ka ang passport. Eh. Mag-apply ka muna ng passport. I mean, one at a time, diba? Lord, sana ma-promote ako. Mag-apply ka muna. Once you get in, then you'll get promoted, you know. Lord, increase my bank account. Wala ka namang account do sa bangko na 'yon. So, get started and then it will happen, okay? Psalm 145 says the Lord is trustworthy. In all he promises and faithful in all he does, plenty of promises to provide, to heal, to protect, to deliver, to forgive, to comfort. So many promises in God's word. Read it, deposit it. So, let me ask you this question: When do you deposit money in the bank? When you have money or when you don't have money? When do you deposit? When you have money, so it depends. What depends on? Okay. You deposit when you have money. Because you don't deposit when you don't money, Ano know you deposit more. When you have money, deposit it. Why? Because one day you will need to withdraw. If you've not been depositing, there's nothing to withdraw. This is the best deposit you can make in your life. When do you deposit God's word? When things are great or when things are horrible? When things are great, deposit. Because one of these days, things will be messed up. And there's nothing to withdraw if you've not been depositing. Amen? So sabihin mo yung katabi mo, huy, mag-deposit tayo. <laughs> so we have something to withdraw. <laughs> God says, Lord, you're not saying anything to me. I did. I have plenty of things to say. But you've not been reading it, okay? Second thing, the God's manifest presence reminds us He is the same God who was with us before and will be with us forever. Genesis 28 again, there above stood the Lord and He said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. Meaning, your your ancestors, I was with them. And I was with your lolo, your tata, and now with you. And I will be with you and your anak and your apo. By the way, when you make a covenant with God, you make a covenant as a household, amen? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So that means it extends downward. And if you are single, it can extend upward and sideward as well. Claim it and say, God, I know I'm the first in our family. But Lord, I'm praying I will not be the last. As far as I know, no one in our family ever went to a born-again church, went, read your word, etc. So I might be the first, but I pray I will not be the last. Meaning, as your light shines in me and through me, my parents, my siblings, and everybody else can be influenced by God's word. Genesis, uh, sorry, Hebrews thirteen eight. Jesus Christ the same when? Yesterday, today, forever. So the God we worship. Is the same forever and ever. He, he does not change like shifting shadows. We, on the other hand, we change, you know. Our love for God fluctuates. Just like that song says, I love you more today than yesterday, but not as much as tomorrow. <laughs> so that means our human love goes up and down, up and down. And guess what? Our love for God the same. But God's love for us, what does the Word of God say? The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. And then third, God's manifest presence reminds us that He's our guide in our lifelong journey. This journey is still quite a ways away. I pray that the Lord will give all of us here a uh, long life. I am 28 plus plus. Uh, plus, plus, plus. Uh, each plus is a decade. So, so there you go. Uh, I pray to God that the Lord will allow us to go to 80, 90, you know, etc. Barbara's uh, lola is a uh, 96. Tama ba? 98. Oh, two years na lang. Makati yun. Two years na lang. Meron may, may, <laughs> may, may yun. And on that day, we will be knocking on her door. Happy birthday, Lola! Okay, <laughs> and so um, I pray to God. God gives us long life. We'll grow old together, you know. I'm not sure if we wanna reach Moses' age, 120, uh, because Moses is unique. Even at 120, his eyes were still sharp, and his legs were still uh, strong. Now I still I already need reading glasses, you know. And as far as my legs goes, uh, I I joined a 5K uh, marathon many years ago. And my 5K uh, marathon was, pala marathon yon 5K lang talaga? 5K run. Uh, my 5K fun run was really fun. Because it was run, walk, run, walk, sit, run, walk, run. And naman ako. I finished the 5K. But there was somebody there, she was the yaya of one of our elders when our elder was still single and young and then became the yaya of their kids, and now was the yaya of the Apo. She's like 70 at the time, no? I was maybe 40-something at the time. So I'm running, and then she goes, Hi, Pastor, hi! you know. And then I rested. <laughs> I get to the finish line, and she's there very relaxed, you know? And I'm there barely making it alive, okay? <laughs> so, uh, but I pray that the Lord will give us a uh, long life. But this journey that we have, it's still quite a ways. Even if you have been reading the Bible, worshiping the Lord, serving the Lord for 10, 20, 30 years, it's still a long way, no? So God tells Jacob, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. As you move from this place to that place, from this job to that job, this ministry or that ministry, as you move along in life, I am with you and I will watch you over you isn't that beautiful now by the way sometimes we don't want god to watch over us because we're about to do something wrong it's like you're with your own son or daughter when you tell them oh you know i'm i'm watching over you no you don't have to because maybe they don't want you to know what they're up to you know so let me exhort you don't go places where you're not supposed to go don't do things you're not supposed to go because God truly is watching over you. And his conviction will be there immediately. Immediately. And you could be in places where you don't think anyone knows you. I have been, you know, uh, many years ago, uh, before the owners of, of SSM, the family of malls, no? they, they had a policy where no more uh, R-rated movies. Remember that? this is like 10 15 years ago prior to that it was a you know they show anything and everything correct so i'll be in the mall i'll just be strolling along and there are posters there and i'm looking at it you know oh hindi and then all of a sudden pastor the ticket lady is from the church it's almost like god deliberately plants people in locations where if you're ever planning to do something wrong there's somebody there, hoy. <laughs> you know, ah, ah okay. Wala uh, project lang daw, project. No, nagsinungaling sinung. pa, ba? Nee, wag We were in Vegan many years uh, ago for a road trip. I think I shared this. Must have been in another context. And um, I get this message on my phone from someone we knew who was based in the US. And and she says, Pastor, are you in Vegan? Sabi ko ah, uh, yeah. Is this you? and she shows me a photo a screenshot and of me turns out her relatives were vacationing in vegan at the exact moment nag selfie i didn't know them they didn't know me but ako yung photo bomber na- ako sa likod Nak- nakuha na ako ng screenshot that I was in vegan, you know. I mean, nobody in vegan knows me, but thankfully I was with my wife Barbara. She was not in the screenshot, but can you imagine if I was with somebody else? And Sino yung mo? Okay. <laughs> so, God deliberately puts people in my life from somewhere out there just to make sure I don't go uh, off, off track. Amen. So, don't go to places where you're not supposed to go. And don't do things you're not supposed to do. Because God truly is watching you. And unlike the song that says God is watching you from a distance, no, he's watching you up close. He will put people there. <laughs> Exodus 33. The Lord replied to Moses, My presence will go with you and I'll give you rest. And Moses said, If your presence doesn't go with us, Lord, don't set us up from here. Can you imagine if God does not go with us? That's a scary thought. If you think you can handle life on your own, life with all the ups and downs and the shocking twists and turns and surprises of life, you can have everything planned out. And we know people, Plan, planado na, five years, you know? We're gonna be here, do this, do that, everything else, and one thing changes everything, Correct? Just one event messes it all up. If God is not with you, how can you handle that? How can you handle that? How can you handle loss? How can you handle grief? How can you handle betrayal? How can you handle pain? You can't on your own. With God, you can. In fact, you'll not only survive, you'll thrive. And you can even become a channel of God's grace to others. Because the pain that you experience is a lesson that you can pass on to others as well. Amen? So, sabihan mo yung katabi mo. Third quarter na yata? Malapit na? The ultimate fulfillment of God's manifest presence came in the person of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He is Emmanuel, God with us. So, unlike with Jacob, that God manifested Himself in a single moment, with Christ, He is with us. Every single moment. John chapter 1, the passage that was read a while ago, now verse 14. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. And we have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Verse 16, out of His fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given, or grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son who is Himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father has made Him known. That's why Jesus said, if you see me, you've seen the Father. Everything that the Father is, the Son is. And just as God promises His presence, Jesus promises, I will be with you to the very end of the age. Isn't that amazing, no? Here in our human life, people will say that to you. I'm right behind you. Pow, pa- I'm right behind you. And then when something goes bad and you look behind, and oh, no, there's nobody there. <laughs> people make promises like that all the time. Uh, yeah, I'll pray for you. And then you forget, right? Thankfully, God never Forgets And even when we do forget to pray, even for ourselves or others, Jesus at the right hand of the Father in heaven is our intercessor, making intercession constantly on our behalf. 1 John chapter 1, verse 1 and 2, the same apostle writes, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we've seen with our eyes, which we've looked at, and our friends have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared. We have seen it and testify to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and has appeared to us. Hallelujah. I'm glad glad John wrote these words and wrote his gospel. Matthew, Mark, and Luke is called the Synoptic Gospels. Very similar. John's account is, is different. It feels like talagang, wow, he really knew the Master in a way none of the other 11 did. And when you get a first hand uh, account of somebody like that, you know, yung, yung Hindi hearsay, yung Hindi yung, uh, I know someone who knows someone who knows him. No, yeah, I know him. I saw him. I walked with him. And this is what I'm writing to you. He is life itself. Can we all stand? Hallelujah. Fourth quarter na. Praise God. <laughs> Can we have the worship team come back? Thank you, Lord. Are you needing God's manifest presence in your life today? Maybe you are in a situation, you face a situation right now and you'll be honest and say, I I know, Naman, God is real and I know God is faithful and I know God is good and I've read His word. I know His promise. I know all of that. And yet for some reason, Pastor, I, I don't sense His manifest presence in my life. I don't sense it. Especially when I go back to work on Monday, when I'm there in my family, when I'm with my friends, and especially with people who don't worship the Lord, who don't believe in Jesus like I do. I'm overwhelmed in in the the presence of others and I don't sense God's presence. And especially now, and maybe you need to make some important, crucial life decisions that can alter the direction of your life. You're going to need God's manifest presence. The wonderful thing is He is Yahweh Shama. He is God who is there with you in your situation. And He is also Emmanuel, God with us. God who is ever present and He wants you to know it, to feel it, to experience it as a reality. Today we will worship the Lord with a song. And as we sing, if you're here today and you and you just need That kind of an assurance once more that God is here with you today in the situations that you face. I would urge you to come forward so we can pray with you. Maybe you're faced with a crucial decision for your work life, for your family, business, career, whatever it may be. Or you just need God's guiding hand Because there are certain things that are going on in your life. You need wisdom. You need guidance. Maybe you've lost the zest, the zeal for life, the joy of the Lord. You need that. You need peace, whatever it is. The altar is open. We will be here as your pastors will pray with you. But let's worship the Lord together with this song and just come forward and we will pray. Thank you God. Thank you God. Hallelujah. Don't be embarrassed. Just come and we will be here in front. And we will pray with you. If you're upstairs, we'll wait for you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's worship the Lord now, church. Thank you, God. Who is like you, Lord, in all the earth? If you're carrying a burden and you need God's but assurance that He is with you, just come, just come. We'll pray with you. Old or young and whatever Nothing status of life. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry yes, Your presence Lord, we need your presence. We need your presence in our life. Yes, God. kayong mahiya, lumapit lang kayo kung meron kayong burden, kabigatan, anything. And you just need the assurance of God's presence in your life. We will pray with you. Just come. Yes, We'll ask our leaders, intercessors, you can come here and pray with those that are in front. Thank you, Lord. Treasure of my heart and of my soul. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, we are weak. But you are strong. You are merciful. merciful, And you are kind. Thank you, Lord. Redeemer of my past and present if you need prayer please come don't deprive yourself of the opportunity don't deprive yourself of prayer we all need this yes lord your presence is real your presence is heaven hallelujah yes lord your O meron pa, you need prayer, you're upstairs, we'll wait for you here. At the back. We'll wait for you here. those in front just find a prayer partner among yourselves look for someone to pray with if you don't know their name ask their name and just ask God's amazing powerful presence to cover them embrace them to let them know and assure them God is here Yahweh Shama, the Lord is here Emmanuel God with us thank you Lord thank you Lord Hallelujah. Praise your name, God. Praise your name, our Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Your presence is here. Yes, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, what an amazing presence! Amazing grace, amazing love. Thank you God Hallelujah Your presence is heaven Lord Your presence Is heaven To me Hallelujah Your presence Brother Jeff, can you just show yung slide yung may verse 15? Yung I am with you and I will watch over you. Can you just show that slide again? Thank you God. Hallelujah. I want to show this slide again. It's, it's a beautiful promise. Try to imagine God saying this to you and the land can be representative of something that you're praying about. Maybe something you lost and you would like God to restore. Or maybe it's something you've not actually received yet. But it's really either a need or a desire of your heart. And you're really asking, God, would 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 you give this to us? And hear God making this promise to you today and those online as well. God is saying to you, I am with you and I will watch over you wherever you go and I will bring you back to this land. I will give you, I will restore to you whatever you may have lost. I will give you your heart's desire and I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised to you. You can try personalizing that and putting your name there. I am with you, Albert, for example. And you can do that as well. I am with you, Albert. I will watch over you, Albert. You can put your name wherever you go. And I will bring you, Albert, back to this land. I I will restore to you what you have lost. And I will not leave you, Albert, until I've done what I've promised to you. Isn't that beautiful? Let that be God's word for us today. And as we go, remember we are blessed to be a blessing. Amen? There are people out there who are going through much worse than many of us are going through. And they don't have the benefit of hearing God's word like this today. If you forget much of what I said today, and most likely you will, you na lang tong verse. And can you pass this verse to someone? Even today or this week? Especially when you hear someone going through something, and let them know Yahweh Shama, the Lord who is there with you in the situation you are in. Emmanuel God with us. Can we lift up our hands to God? Lord, with hands lifted up, we just want to say thank you. Can you just thank the Lord? Can you just express your gratitude to God who never ever abandons you in your worst moments? Even if you deserve it, even if you did something that truly has consequences, and yet God, in his favor and grace and mercy forgives you, embraces you, and still walks with you in your journey and tells you, my child, I made a promise to you and I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. Even if other people break their promises, me, I I don't break promises. God is saying, I'm gonna keep it. I am with you. I will watch over you wherever you go and I will bring you back to this land. I will restore what you've lost. And not only that, I will not abandon you until what I have promised to you is fulfilled. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Have a fantastic day and week. If you're traveling this week, please be safe. Amen. God bless everyone. Can we appreciate our worship team, our tech team, life group uh, leaders, habits teachers, congratulations, habits students, graduates? Thank you.